try me, they'll find out the hard way. Yeah, like a nigga named Penny. These niggas hoping I retire. And I ain't even out my late 20s. Enemies, boy, I got too many. I'm on a roll like Drizzle playing Jimmy. Oh, God. They turn me into this. Now on my balls, like a couple like sentences. That's just I kill them. No plea for my innocence. With my whole squad, but you won't find no witnesses. To babysit niggas with nursery rhymes If this Vietnam, my squad, the Viet Cong So I'm never solo, I'm no fucking Han Yeah It is another week in the books, man it's me, Mo, Maurice Hunter III, man. We are back. Well, it's not we. It's just me. Me, myself, and I. Um, first and foremost, I want to say condolences to the loved one that was lost uh, and Lou's family. Um, his significant other uh, had a um, tremendous loss. And so that's why he couldn't be with us this week. Um, so I want to say... Uh, condolences and we got nothing but love for y'all and hope all is well and I, I, I see you when you get back brother also Big Jeff as well man hope all is well um, I know that uh, he spoke to me we spoke and uh, he had a loss as well uh, it's unfortunate it's a season like that going on and I know that I spoke to uh, my cousin that I lost towards the end of last year to an overdose so uh it can always be challenging and uh, maybe we'll talk about an episode of just grief and and figuring out how to handle that but as for this episode i bet y'all are wondering what's going on here if y'all haven't noticed already i can look at the title it's a mailbag episode i always wanted to do one of these man uh Spike has done it many of times. Him and Animal Brown on uh, on deck have done it, but I never got to formally do this. So it's dope for people to actually participate and chime in and send us these emails. Awitb twenty twenty two at gmail dot com. So that's dope. It feels good to know people care, people want to interact, people rocking with us enough to just send us in emails, man. So without further ado, here we are. So our first question here, are there podcasts you've done before, the recent ones with Spike? Are there podcasts that you've done before, before the recent ones with Spike? The recent ones they're referring to, obviously, is this one and Good Earners Reviewing the Sopranos. Yes, I have. I've spoke to it before a few times on the podcast Uh but I even made a post a while, while back. You can go to my page, the underscore conceptual underscore Maurice Hunt. Uh, I made a post about my tried and failed podcast. Uh, I did one with my bros. Uh, we, we went to college together. They're still my best friends to this day. And one of them is actually my cousin through marriage. Uh, it was called Please, uh, Excuse My Friends. Excuse My Friends. Dope podcast. Uh, I still have all of that material actually in the vault, man. Um I know some guy a while back emailed me about, uh, man, will you ever put those out, man? Can we hear that, man? I would like to hear that. Like, I was like, I really won't put it out because I was just a different cat at the time, honestly. Uh, 
I spoke about it before the one of the last episodes. I uh, I was so drunk, um, and I drove that night. And I mean, I was drinking probably started at three o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, by the time that night came, that was the night I got my second DUI, and I hit someone, and it changed my life uh, dramatically. And uh, I was never the same after that. And that didn't stop the podcast at that point. However, things changed. I took a break at, for a moment, you know, to kind of take everything in with the court cases and all the things that transpired. But, um, yeah, that I love doing that podcast. It, me and my bros, we would get together every two weeks because it was just very hard to get together. This is, and mind y'all, this is before the Zoom wave was like really a big thing. You had to be in person and like, look, y'all, like. Like I was recording with the phone, like you know what I'm saying. Like I didn't even have a, like microphones. Like it, it, we just had a phone, and I would take it upon myself and mix it in GarageBand at the time. Like which I ain't, ain't no shame with GarageBand; it'll get you through there. But it was cool. But my goal was like I was trying to be like the next Joe Budden. So it was me, and it was like them two. And this is like the Rory and Mall days. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I feel like he was really putting it all on the line. In the podcast space, in this new space at the time, that uh, he took it somewhere else from, uh, you know, co- in comparison to combat, combat Jack, rest in peace. So I was trying to take that formula. I thought him, and then of course I had uh, listened to Brilliant Idiots. So I really liked a certain kind of banter, a certain kind of uh, <clears throat> ratchet pandering. I don't know, just the wildness, but yet tamed and controlled uh, content from those two podcasts. And I was trying to replicate that myself as well as uh, another uh, big podcast at the time, uh, Ignorant Philosophy, that was in the city. And they were really, really dope. Um, and I may talk about that a little bit more on another episode. <coughs> but that wasn't it. Um, and I'm not trying to be long with it on the question, but since it's the mailbag. I also so I on that podcast and I've had many more, but that was like kind of the notable one. Uh but they, you know, one day my bro was just like, bro, I don't want to do it no more, basically. So that was kind of the short lived. We got, we did 25 episodes, which is still pretty good for, you know, them not really kind of doing me a favor. But what I did was I also did like a fake radio station. I wish, I low key would like to bring this back, but I don't know if I have the time. But it was called EMF Radio. And what I would do is come up with a theme for the episode. For example, let's just say make up to break up. And I would come up with these like, b-side c-side mixtape joints and i would you know create a mix and i would kind of in between like talk over the tracks like a dj you know and i would you know kind of go on the theme if it was some political kind of put up the political hip-hop joints or whatever the case was so i did like i probably did about five of them episodes now that i may at some point bring back out but i don't know because i sound so corny as like this fake DJ, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, it may not never see the light of day either. But, but yeah, I'll wrap that. Let's put a bow on that question. Yes, I have had a podcast prior uh, to the one, and of course, I got my other podcast out there. That's why it's still available. Roll the the audio audio drama series. My next question: If you wasn't doing this type of podcast, what are some other types you would want to do? Hmm, that's a great question. <laughs> Um, well, one that I want to do and we're going to do it uh, here soon enough. We just transitioned in some things uh, is a, mar- a marriage podcast. 
my wife. Uh, I think that we could truly be a blessing. Um, and it's not to have the approach we got the answers or nothing like that. You know, how sway. It ain't even that. It's just let's have these conversations. We want to make marriage cool again. We want to show people that like there's so much benefits to actually being married. Uh having a life partner having an accountability partner having somebody to see you at your strongest and your and your lowest point it's so much to it like it's 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 um very interesting thing and to be able to be in, in a relationship and have a level of selflessness as a continued uh commitment is something to commend and it's and it's it's something to be proud of but it also is a challenge and we're gonna we're gonna have some really raw conversations when that when that comes out so y'all be on the lookout for that i ain't got no date at this point but trust me when we do that for those that are single or in a relationship or married or maybe divorced want to get whatever the case is we 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 want to we're going to do that uh also probably like a christian a christian based podcast just kind of talking about uh you know uh biblical things definitely i think i would do something like that I, I, and i don't look at myself as like the most qualified guy for it, but i think it would be some really interesting conversations uh, in regards to my belief and my struggles my challenges really take it there you know what i'm saying in all aspects um so i probably would do something like that and lastly i i told y'all before on another episode but like 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 i love the um the live mixtapes that piff era like that was my era, you know what I'm saying? In regards to like really getting exposed to music, and I love it. This is like right before streaming or, or mumble rap or whatever, however you want to bookmark uh, hip hop. But like, I would do something where I would do a podcast and break down track by track some themes and concepts and structure. Like I would get all the way into like these dope mixtapes that came out during that era. It would be something like that. But uh, that's probably never gonna happen. But that's just answering the question. Um, my next question: How do you feel about the Ja Morant situation? <sighs> Me and Spike, we we um, we're gonna chop it up about this, man. I really don't want to spoil too much of it, but if I could speak just very, very, very quickly, <sighs> y'all know how I feel about music. This is an Easter egg. So if y'all y'all been listening, y'all know how I feel about music, like, and the influence and impact. I, and I'm trying not to really like, you know what I mean? I don't want to really, I don't really want to indulge that much. But I let me just say this and move on. <clears throat> I think we got to start changing the bar for what's cool. We got to start changing the bar for what's cool. Let me move away from him for a second. Our culture, we're get we're getting away from what actually is cool, and we're going into a place of things that are ignorant, and we're labeling it cool. Things that are minimal, and we're labeling it genius. And I'm gonna leave y'all right there because I I, don't, I really will cook on a dolo tip for real. But <clears throat> me and Spike will speak more to this, but just understand with the John Moran situation I'll just say that again we gotta stop making certain things cool because then when we see this is the defining thing of what's cool 
how can I put myself in position to look this way, to identify as cool? This is what cool is. I'm going to identify with this. That's not going all the way into it. That's just a surface level response. But shouts out to you for sending in that question. Uh, the next question. Do you need to be friends with people you are building with? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they mean podcast or show or entrepreneur. Probably would have liked a little more detail there. But let me just assume you mean like a business or something. I would say no. You don't have to necessarily be friends. Uh, me and Spike, we've talked about our origin story. Me reaching out and 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 now at this point having two podcasts that we're doing. Um, he wasn't my friend. I wasn't his friend. You know, the friendship will probably continue to develop after the partnership. <clears throat> the benefit of not necessarily being friends or growing up is. I feel like it's not as hard to be accountable on one another because we already came in from a business understanding. We came in from a creative understanding. So I have no problem saying, bro, hey, this is your role or this is your job. Hey, you said you were going to do this. What's up? Vice versa. He can challenge me like, Mo, you said you was going to do this, do that. What's going on? There's no problem with challenging us when it comes to the business. And also... There's no problem with looking for one another to per se check up on each other. So it's almost, and this is a big pause moment here, but it's almost like a a, 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 a friends with benefits situation, almost like a, a, a business with, with benefits, if that makes sense. Like we have a, <clears throat> a business relationship partnership, but we don't have that part of it. I think that will develop after. I think we already are developing because our show is so built on uh, our personality and our personal experience. I know we're building towards that. I already know that. So that's not a problem at all. But I do think, yeah, you can absolutely uh, build something. But you, I do think uh, morals are <laughs> morals are very essential, very essential. If, if you guys don't if. if you guys morality are, uh, and what you feel and agree on things are so far apart in so many things it's probably not going to work i'm gonna tell you that right now because it, it at that point it's now painful for you to work for this work with this individual for the greater good of the business of the content so if you guys don't have like-minded ideas or concepts it's not going to work at all like, I'm going to tell you that right now. But, yeah, it can work. Great question. What is a thing that would surprise people about? Uh, what is it? What is a thing that people would be surprised about you? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much people would be. I mean. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I say a few things because I, I don't know really what would surprise people. Honestly, I, I don't know. I okay. So, hmm. well, one thing 
Some people may be surprised that don't know me. I can cook really well. Um, I'm a vegetarian. Y'all already know that if y'all been listening, but I can cook really well. But I actually really enjoy cooking shows. So maybe that me and Spike have that in common. I really enjoy cooking shows. Um, I don't want to say I like a lot of white people shows because I feel like me saying I like a lot. It's like if the population is way more white people shows than black people show black shows or whatever. So I don't want to say I like white people shows, but I will say I'm a huge fan of Seinfeld. So that may be something. Um, let me think if I can come pull, pull one more out the bag here. Uh, some people will be surprised by. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this says that I'm not that interested of a person or like I don't know myself. I don't know, man. Like I don't don't judge me, man. Don't judge me for real. I don't know. Uh, Cause I don't know. I guess it's like it's something interesting, but um, okay. Here's some. I think this could work. I like watching scenes of shows. I don't go out my way to do it, but I like watching scenes of shows that really pull on your heartstrings. I really like stuff like that. Like like the Fresh Prince. Uh, uh, you know. To hell with him Why don't he want me man Like moments like those You know uh, Like moments like You know on Friday Night Lights Or moments like One Tree Hill Or you know moments on Martin Like you know him and Gina Going back and forth The big breakup Fine Gina I will marry you Like I, I love those scenes That pull on your heartstrings Cause sometimes for me it, it It's like a a knock at the door of your heart to let you know you're still alive. You still feel things. If we can get numb uh, to the mundaneness of life. We can get numb to uh, things that are going on uh, because we're so in our bag of our life and our emotions. We're trying to stay neutral all the time. But sometimes watching scenes and stuff like that, I like to watch it because it, it keeps me alive in a way where it's like you still feel things that's what me and spike always like or uh different in opinion there because he 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 cares nothing about these things uh we talked about some on the sopranos this, this uh young lady because of what was going through basically she was uh <laughs> having sex with like her coach and she was underage and uh didn't know how to process that emotion and she began cutting herself and Spike was like, Shh, I wouldn't hear for none of that. Like, <laughs> bro, that's crazy, dog. <clears throat> but for me, I, I like to, because again, sometimes, and that's the whole point of TV shows and movies and, and, and books and just conversations, right? You want to immerse yourself in a world you're not familiar with. Why? Because in a way, it does keep you alive. It changes the, the regularness of life. It really opens you up and exposes you, right? So you you want to be able to enter that world because you can be educated, but you can also learn and you can have a, a dope experience with this information. So I, I just, I think it's necessary. So that that... That that that's a weird thing, I guess, about me. Some people might be like, "Why would I want to do?" But I, I I think I need that just to get that those emotion that emotional balance. As men, we need that. So y'all, it's all right to cry. Yeah, I'm that dude who's gonna say that. Yeah, 
I ain't gonna say the, the real men wear pink though, even though I've worn pink. But anyway, uh, next question: You and Lou moved from your hometown. Have you considered moving back, or is there a scenario that will make you move back? That is a great question. Uh, no, nah, never. I know Lewis said the same thing. Um, I went back to Indiana. For those that don't know where I'm from, Indiana, Midwest, Shawty. I went back for the funeral, uh, and then I and, and it was like a week prior to that. We went to just surprise our family. It was a great time, just just being amongst family. Um, but the reality of the situation for me is it's uh, it's just a vibe there from where I'm from. I know Lou talked about Tennessee and Nashville and kind of how it is there, but for me, um. Indiana I ain't gonna say I have a larger than life personality or mindset but I do think I have a big mentality in regards to my mindset because I believe in my vision in regards to like my creativity I, I spoke about that when I talked about confidence my, 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 my strongest confidence outside of my faith not my faith but in, in God is creating that is where my confidence is stored at the most my work so i've always thought about doing big things with my creativity which is why i created roll the audio drama series uh my most proud work to date because i've always and i and 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 you you can be around creators in indiana like you know rappers or singers or dancers or you know podcasters and, and people just think so small and i'm it's not their fault and i don't I don't judge them or dog them because of that. It's just sometimes the environment that you in can dictate your perspective. And for me, I always knew I was like, I'm not, this is not where I'm going to stay. And then also outside of just that, the, the cliche, I guess, Indiana, man, it's, it's so gloomy. It's very gray. If that's, if, if that makes sense to some people, maybe people in Portland or somewhere else, but like, it's very gray, very cloudy. Like you get some sunny days, but it's like mostly like gloomy. And so that gloominess really, <clears throat> it produces a certain kind of energy that I just, it, it doesn't motivate me at all versus here in Florida. I, it's sunny for the most part. Sometimes you get a gloom, but that's like far in between. And every day I'm inspired seeing the sun you know what i'm saying um uh, uh seeing the duck seeing the beautiful trees just every day i feel like I, I can get up i can get it i'm here so it's it's, it's a lot of factors but now overall no the back part of the question is there a scenario where i would move back nah i would i would be more like family like um i would move family here like i would do everything in my power to be like okay let me get you from there to here but that's not a scenario I would move back. Um, it's, it's just, it's not. Like I, I already knew once we moved to Florida, this is it. This is, this is, this is where I'm retiring. This is where we get grandbabies or whatever the Lord's will be. Like I ain't moving. Nah, it ain't. It just, it's not even a, it's not a thing at all. Uh, next question. Looking back on when you started potting, what is something you would do differently today? Well. I'm already doing things differently than I was, uh, than I did then. Um, but what I did then, like I said, I, I would really get drunk. Like I get so drunk and I, I, I emphasize that cause I have no problem 
uh, admitting my my shortcomings is fine. I'm not that man I was then. Today, I would get so drunk because I felt that I and I and I spoke about it on a previous episode, but like overcompensating. Me getting that drunk was a way to uh, make me feel younger, make me feel youthful. I have an old soul, kind of an old spirit, if you may. That's my bros. All. So when I would drink, I'd get more loose with the tongue, pause in regards to like my language or my slang or like my, my dialect completely. Then I would start really taking it to the edge, like, you know what I mean? Turning up on them, like, nah, say you want, bet, bet. Come on, let's go with it. You answer the question. Like, I would really turn up. <clears throat> But while doing that, you can hear it in the final product. You can hear that slur. My daddy calls it the peanut butter tongue. Like you can hear that slur. You can hear the sloppiness. You can hear the unstructuredness. Not taking it serious, but thinking I'm taking it serious. Thinking that this is what makes good podcasting. Now, mind you, there's some great episodes. I ain't gonna cap. There's some great episodes in the vault. I got them. But what I'm doing now is like, no, understand your platform has power. You know what I'm saying? That's what's really, even me and, and Lou from the time we started to now, understanding like, yo, you really can impact people with the words that you say. Don't take it for granted. Don't just be up here putting on. You can act, somebody listen by, yo, I needed that, bro. Yo, I I, I took something from that. Some, they, may not, they may never say nothing to me or Lou. They may never say a word. But the fact of the matter is, they heard something and they took that with them. And to me, that's priceless. So understanding that impact is huge for me. So now I move with the, even with two listeners, with 20 listeners, 200, I move with that mentality. That being responsible with your platform. Not to say everything gonna be perfect, but just move responsible with your platform. Next question. You are a Christian. You've spoke about. Is it hard to navigate in a lot of spaces like this one, for example? Okay, I believe they're speaking to podcasting as far as this one. Um, it can be. It can be. Um, I'm going through a new phase here. I'll elaborate a little bit more probably later or just periodically through down throughout the episodes but it doesn't make it as hard because um jesus was amongst sinners i'm a sinner so i'm not acting like we all are sinners so it's not it's not me separate myself to say oh i'm i'm jesus or anything of that nature but just in a in a bow i'm called to be a, a a influencer to those that are you know participating in a certain lifestyle with a certain mentality that they may look at me and say yo whatever this dude got going on i'm trying to get like that i ain't saying he got it together he's perfect but something he's doing i like that and 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 taking it off that for a second yo that's all right bros brothers men that's like it's okay to look at a dude and say yo i'm trying to get like that and I don't mean just your, your neighborhood drug dealer or uh, the big homie or the OG or, you know what I mean? I mean, <clears throat> a dude just might have a certain charisma or a certain confidence, a certain light about him. You be like, bro, I'm trying to get like that. This man is a family man. I'm trying to get like that. This man handle business. I'm trying to get like that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So let, let's be clear with that. Uh, and it's okay to acknowledge and let somebody know. I've done that numerous of times since I've grown older 
at least 25 plus and matured like i'll let you know like bro i like what you're doing i really i do it all the time on ig i'll dm somebody say yo i was really inspired like sometimes you don't get a great reaction or you do but i have no problem just giving people flowers like you should do that because you want that as well uh tying it back though <clears throat> it doesn't make it hard for me to move in these spaces as a christian because i gotta stand on what i stand on i'm gonna be me at the end of the day and i gotta go i gotta go into uh, distant distant places i want to reach people i want to bring them on board of this program ultimately that's that's what i'm here for uh you know me and spike we have our differences but at the end of the day uh it's nothing but love here nothing but respect admiration for one another and uh you know everybody got a choice to make in life at the end of the day you know it's i'm not i'm not here to force anything on anybody's neither is spike uh everybody got a choice in life and so this is a choice that i've made and this is the way i navigate it but i can always use my be an example to the best of my ability so it doesn't make it hard for me to navigate in this space uh great question and and i love that when people ask me like on a personal level anything like you know it's great uh next question you have a cool sense of humor it seems like do you think people take you seriously hmm do i think people take me seriously Hmm. I think so. I think so. I think I have. Uh, I think I have enough balance in my uh, personality of sense of humor and uh, seriousness that I think people do. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that it. I, I'm so goofy or so funny or so humorous, if you may. That people can't take me serious. I I, I might be laughing a lot on the podcast because I find stuff funny, but <clears throat> contrary to maybe some belief, I'm not really the funny guy. Now, when I used to be getting turned up, I was definitely that funny guy. But now that I I don't operate that way, it's different. Um, but yeah, I think people take me serious. Um, next question here: How long have you been married? And have you made how have you made it work for the amount of time uh this year in august will make 11 years it's crazy dog crazy um and just in a brief like i spoke about us doing a podcast earlier and y'all get all of that for those that are really interested um but honestly what has really helped and i don't want to give the cliches outside of the you know communication and you know honesty which are the, the essentials um really just i say this phrase and it means it holds a lot of weight today is not tomorrow today is not tomorrow a lot of relationships and a lot of marriages friendships all of these things we make a a tomorrow decision today we make a lifetime decision today based off of what i feel right now i'm gonna make a life decision for the rest of my life because of what i feel like right now in this very moment i'm hot i'm heated i'm mad she out of pocket she did this she did that or he did this he did that but the reality is if you cool off let it marinate even if you're still upset going into the next day nine times out of ten you will find yourself being able to rationalize gather a real understanding of if you were wrong or she was wrong or somewhere you can compromise and have a conversation and you'll realize in that moment 
I, I'm glad I didn't just call it off. I was real emotional. I was really angry. I was really sad. I was really mad, depressed. I'm glad I didn't call it off. I let it marinate. So ultimately, in so many words, without us having our podcast out there, let it marinate. Don't make today is not tomorrow. Tomorrow is tomorrow. You may feel totally different. I don't know how many times I said I wasn't going to do something. The next day came. I'm back at it. Good or bad. So just remember, today is not tomorrow. Great question. We almost done here, man. Y'all, y'all probably tired of hearing my voice, but it is what it is, baby. Uh, and shouts out to Lou, man, again, man, my brother over there, man. Um, why review? <laughs> oh, here we go. Why review The Sopranos instead of The Wire when that is a black show? <sighs> why review? Because The Sopranos is better. All due respect. You have no idea what it's like to be number one. It's a better show. Like, that's just what it is. Uh, my, a brother of mine over there, Culture Guard, me, y'all go check them out. Uh, Black movie, film review podcast. They dope over there. Uh, he, he, his favorite show is The Wire. So we, we laugh about it uh, in some DMs uh, over there. But honestly, The Sopranos, it's my favorite show of all time. As, and I've just came into it like around the pandemic. But, uh, I, it's just the greatest show I, I've spoke about it before I could do The Wire But I'm not as invested With The Wire Because I, I spoke about it before I don't really like Seeing us in that light it's a, It is a reality It is true story It is facts We we had to get it Out the mud sometimes That's how it be But I'm just not <clears throat> That's not my Entertainment value I'd rather see us Like high end Like uh, Shouts out to Jeff I talk about power And I know power Ain't on the same level Like I'm not gas and power up or nothing like that so don't worry about it but i do like the idea of a person like ghost regardless of the execution a person like ghost james st patrick having a business kind of being in the dope game trying to make that transition i like that that's why I like a, the sopranos is kind of the uh you know the, the the what is it white collar crimes or like you know top tier finessing if, if you're going into that space of entertainment in regards to like uh you know finessing and doing business in that way i don't really care for like the the big baggy dusty drug dealer do-rag nickel bags crackhead I, I don't care about that for real but it was good when i watched it no doubt but i really didn't like them last two seasons when they brought the kids in i was really out on it i'm gonna be all the way real like i them, them first two probably even three i'm good with keep it on the streets i didn't care nothing about the government i don't care nothing about the that stuff is uh nothing to me so that's why the, the the soprano and then on top of that there's no black podcasters uh that review the sopranos there's nothing out there we are pioneers of this space so uh in order for us to break through man it's necessary we have to get into these white spaces if pause if necessary uh and bring a black perspective and most times a lot of white people actually really enjoy black content creators in that space uh if you can articulate well, I feel in that you know what you're talking about. So it's it's important for us to get in those uh, spaces uh, that are not as popular for black people. It's easy for us to uh, get in those spaces to review our favorite black movies, our favorite black television. That's great. But here's the reality, y'all. When we do just black stuff, guess who your audience is? It's just black. But guess, guess where the population is the most? It's white people. So if you want to really gather that crowd, you got to really go to a distant land. You got to you got to get out of your space of just blackness. And that's just the reality. So Sopranos is the first start. 
Yes, it is mainstream. And I am going mainstream. Take it or leave it. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, shouts out to The Wire, man. Uh, top three. One of my favorite episodes is one where Lou and you had a disagreement on air. That has been a little while now. How do you look back at episodes like that? Great question. Super fan of the show here. Um, I refer people to the episode a lot, actually. Um, well, I'll mention it in the conversation. If people are like, well, where do I start or what would I say? Well, it depends on what you're looking for. I would advise from the gate, but I'll use like the news episode. I feel like that was the, I, I spoke about it before on, on like just a recap of the uh, first season. Uh, that was like the first time where I really uh, broke through. But I think that going back to those, uh, I think it's walking like I talk it and uh, let me holler at you. I feel like it's a part one and part two. Uh, walking like I talk it at the end of the episode, I believe that's where the homework segment, me and him had the disagreement and then walking like I talk it. We actually hashed it out on air, which was some of the dopest content I've ever done in life, dude. Uh, I look back at the episode and it changed the trajectory of our show. I think that's where, uh, for me at that point, <clears throat> it made me not be sensitive at all. Like with anything with spike. I feel like it, it it made me not be sensitive and it made me just be able to be straight, you know, raw gutter pause in regards to my comments. But I also think that it's helped Spike be more uh, less insensitive uh, as well because of some of the homeboys and some of the people that kind of reached out and told him like, bro, think about it this way. So shouts out to y'all, whoever was uh, part of that during that time. So it's helped both of us kind of meet in the middle of uh, our show so I, I love that that is a pivotal episode absolutely um we almost done here by a few more questions what movie would you turn into a series um great question I think I spoke about it before there's a few of them but I'll just keep it simple just to, for the sake of the time uh training day I do a whole prequel series I need uh Alonzo uh when Alonzo was actually a good cop I need that whole story, how he ended up becoming corrupt, all of that. You know what I mean? And we talking about putting Training Day, the actual movie. Let's put it back in theaters, like because once they once they watch this prequel, it, <clears throat> mind you, this prequel it ain't gonna be just one season. This prequel gonna be like Better Call Saul, straight up. It's gonna be Better Call Saul. And so when we do this Training Day prequel. We're going to run it for two seasons, maybe. Maybe even three, but I think two seasons are justified. Then we're going to throw that training day back into theaters. Because you know it's going to do numbers like when people go and watch Versus and go stream uh, albums after that. So I'm definitely throwing training day. I'm making a whole rollout. So training day, I need that whole prequel story with Alonzo. I don't really care about uh, Officer Hoyt, but definitely Alonzo. Uh, great question. I love stuff like that. Y'all know we, me and uh, Spike are film buffs. Um... Mo, you used to rap. Will we ever hear something on the show or a song or something? Yeah, y'all may. Y'all may. Um, you know, y'all don't know how many times I was close to using one of my songs as the intro song. I wasn't going to announce it. I wasn't going to telegraph it. I was going to throw it on there. But I haven't quite found this. <coughs> Excuse me. I haven't quite found the space for it yet. But when I do, absolutely. I'm going to 
throw it somewhere in here. The, the, my song or something or bars or whatnot. We'll figure it out. So, but yeah, for those that are interested, I made a post a little while back. Y'all can find my stuff on that piff. Uh, but that's, yeah, I can always DM. I can get more information. But, you know, uh, last two questions and we're going to get up out of here. Um, if you could do a biopic on a family member, who would it be and why? And what what would the story be? Uh, it, I would do a biopic on my dad. My dad has such a crazy story, bro. Uh, being a church kid and living a complete opposite lifestyle. Uh, I'm not going to go into the number of women he has, uh, you know, been involved with. And unfortunately, it was a part of the demise of my, my parents' marriage. So I'm not glorifying it. However, uh, it is a part of his story. But we're talking triple digits. Just know that. Uh, and, and and it's been validated from other people that's been around. Um, but like those stories of like that, how do you can physically do that? The stories he tells about how they used to dance back in the 80s and the 90s. And he would be like actually dancing against dudes in the club like for real uh how they used to like run the courts how they all got they know like their own no limit version of tattoos the indiana version or whatever uh like they used to run as a crew <clears throat> uh there's one story and i may have them on one day and i'm gonna move on to the last question but like there's a story where there's a white racist white dude uh, and I may, y'all may hear this on a, the racist episode we're going to do, but there, this racist white dude, I guess he found out the story later, but he says the next nigga that walks in this white castle, I'm cracking him. He had brass knuckles on. He cracked my daddy in his jaw and his teeth fell out. He started losing teeth. My daddy went to the car. His brother tried to calm him down. He, I don't know if y'all remember the little jack that you put on your steering wheel <clears throat> to keep people from stealing it. We don't see it as much today, but like some of y'all that was born maybe in the 90s, maybe 80s or whatever, and before y'all know, he took that off his steering wheel, came in and beat this dude into a coma. And the dude was in a coma. My daddy was locked up as long as he was in a coma. And they said if dude never came out of a coma, my dad would have never got out of jail. Uh, but yeah, that's just one of the cra- one of the many stories. He got stories as a, from a childhood. He got a lot of, like he's a very interesting dude. Uh, maybe we'll have him on the show one day But I definitely will buy a pick of my dad And the last question before we get out of here Y'all, thank y'all man, if y'all been tuning in this long Shouts out to y'all listening to uh, Solo Mo <laughs> uh, Where do y'all Want to take this show We've spoke about this quite a bit But it's always Good to uh, update Same thing man The first thing And I'm going to start speaking it Making this our full time job being able to both of us leave our current jobs and be able to podcast full time for a living. That is the goal. Spike is very busy. You know, he's over there for a few of his plugs with full, uh, I say full sport press frames per second on deck TV show. Uh, you know, we do good earners and, um, and of course this show another week in the books. Uh, and, and so that's the goal full time to be able to create all of these things, some videos, you know, top tier, maybe get our own studio one day or, or you know, <clears throat> maybe get a deal with uh, Vice Land, or I mean, or Vice, or uh, you know, really, I'm be honest, kind of take that spot that uh, Jesus and Meryl had a little bit, like not no skits and all of that, like, but like on a podcast space. And the reason I say that is because I feel like they could they could use the fillers, and me and Spike got it, man. I do, I honestly feel that way. I do think, and I think where it's going, it's only gonna get better. And I think even our show, we're gonna 
We're going to constantly be restructuring it. Y'all going to see some changes happening here real soon. Uh, <clears throat> just con- keeping it concise and consistent and we and, and constantly carving out our lane and our identity. So really that full-time podcasters. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make that happen. Uh, and if not, then, you know, we try. But uh, full-time podcasters uh, getting a deal um, with a with a network and then just keep growing the thing man honestly you know be able to create spin-off podcasts and you know do some more producing and you know make some money off of it and just be proud of it sell some merch definitely want to get the merch out there but uh and patreon all right as i get out of here man thank you for the, all the questions that were sent awitb2022 at gmail.com uh i want to say this man i'm doing something right now uh you all can hit us up on another week in the books ig i'm doing a thing right now we're doing a song search we're looking for the perfect intro for our podcast that will be our intro moving forward the reason that is is because i've used so many different songs but as we continue to carve our lane i want to create um an association with us when you see the green you think another week in the books when you hear about fridays you think another week in the books when you hear about black men therapy and higher consciousness and conversation you think about another week in the books and so uh our intro music is just one more thing to add to the identity of another week in the books and i want y'all to play a part in it so y'all can always feel y'all contributed we're building this from the ground up continually and so y'all can dm us man i'm looking for preferably a course uh no longer than about a minute 15 <coughs> and clean as possible man i, I don't want to i don't want a song that's explicit if y'all actually somebody actually makes beats or songs and you can come up with it yourself i'm open to listening to it so uh feel free um any other announcements here um man, y'all just be on the lookout we're going to continue to keep growing this thing and Hopefully next week we'll be back with our full-fledged episode, but I'm glad that y'all have listened here. Y'all go check out Good Earners. Uh, We out.